from the twisted realm of science and the darkest pits of reason comes chilling tales of godlessness. Bear witness to the unfathomable terror that is... The Good Atheist. Welcome to The Good Atheist Podcast. My name is Jacob14. I'm Mr. B. Today we're going to do a show that uh, strikes at the heart of your brain. <laughs> or the brain of your heart. The brain of your heart. The, the heel of your hand. Yeah. We're going to talk about intelligence and the fact that maybe it's just me or maybe it's this the society unraveling, but there does appear to be a complete dumbing down of the human race. And we're going to just try to figure out what's happening here. Well, yeah, okay. Come up so with let, novel solutions. Let's take a step back. We're not talking about the general intelligence score, like in laboratory conditions. We're not talking about IQ. We're talking about, I guess, an awareness of politics, an awareness of your role in society. Uh, yeah, the, well, the, I would... Does the, the reflex it's, it's to the, think. We're not talking about the potential of, of any one human yeah, being. Yeah. But, you know, when we talk about the future of mankind, in almost every science fiction book you've ever read, it's almost always the same. Everybody gets smarter. But when you really think about it, in a science fiction book, it's not everybody gets smarter. In fact, it's probably mo most people get dumber and a few people get really, really smart. And they kind of probably even branch off of your ass. You know what I mean? Because you're just so separated from everybody else who's just acting real dumb. Let's start with an example. What would be an example of the general dumbing down of society that we're noticing? Well, okay, a couple of uh, days ago, then this 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 hit the kind of Twitter sphere before, uh, you know, you even you even knew what was happening. Basically, this rapper called B B lowercase o, o B period. Yeah, B. Well, tons of period in there. Uh, who's done a few rap songs about, you know, your typical who gives a shit. Anyways, this is not a critique of rap. I like rap about something, you know, actually about something. But in any case, just your average run-of-the-mill celebrity who decides that he's going to take it upon himself to prove that the world is flat. Why? Because he's seen a few pictures in which he says, hey, isn't it amazing that the horizon is always in the same level? I suppose if you only go, like, to the height of a fucking... An average man. Yeah. Or if, <laughs> if you climb a ladder, I guess that still seems true to you. I mean, it really depends on your point of reference. Yeah. And guess what? You just don't go that high, buddy. Well, there's a whole uh, flat-earther society. Flat-earth society. Well, there, there are many different types, because here's the, here's the thing. Uh, there's a lot in flat-earth society that is actually smart people trying to troll your fucking ass. Yeah, they're trolling and they're making a, a point, not the not the point that the earth is flat, per se, but uh, knowledge can be considered sort of relative and uh, no matter how much proof you offer, there's always a way to offer some sort of counterpoint. counterpoint. Yeah. And it's it's making fun of the fact that people have a tendency to, to, to find it hard to weigh evidence and to compute all of oh, yeah. uh, the, the like, data in front of them. Listen, these flat earthers are sophisticated enough that they have formulas to try to compensate for gravity by basically saying that the uh, flat disk is accelerating all the time. Oh, never mind the fact that, you know, there is a limit to where how fast you can go eventually. I'm like, what, you have gravity for how long? 50 years or some shit? It's, uh, it's disks all the way down, <laughs> apparently. No, but, but is B.O.B. one of these... One of these guys? No, the, no, 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 no. The intellectual, uh, scholarly flatter. He's he's basically part of an entirely new kind of. By the way, does he go by the name Bob, or are I we don't just know. showing how out of touch with 
And we are. I would rather show how out of touch <laughs> I am. I don't care what your fucking celebrity well, how name about, is. How about this? I'm not even going to bother to find out what the real version of it is because obviously you don't want to be known by that. So you're B period O period B period. B O B if you're listening. The only thing we've ever heard about you is your flat earth. Uh, no, but philosophy. of course you're not listening. It has not, <laughs> not inspired us to go listen to your, your sick beats or whatever. I, I I listened to he he released a diss track after Neil deGrasse Tyson decided that he was going to try to talk some sense into him, uh, you know, being the science communicator, and uh, after that he released a diss track basically saying like, "Oh, you're just getting paid by big science, <laughs> big science, big fucking science as is paying your paycheck." That there, would be Neil deGrasse Tyson. May, that sounds so big funny science. that maybe Bob is. Is a troll like no. that, That's hilarious. I mean, Big science by that by that. That's um, incredible. By that logic, Tia Tequila, who who's basically a human piece of garbage. <laughs> Editing. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, she actually is a flat earther. Right. So I think you know, uh, it's almost a defiant stance. It like is, you it. can't teach me anything. I'm my own person. Fuck all y'alls. That's the sort of attitude I, that I, I tend to pick up from this flat Earth vibe. Why else would someone who doesn't even care about uh, I don't know astronomy or whatever even have an opinion one way or another? They're, they they take well, the most extreme ridiculous no, opinion you, to get attention. You well, and to I mean, prove you're that not, they're you're not necessarily wrong, minded. but you 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 are living in the age of opinion, and this is the problem here because we've decided that opinions are like facts. We have decided this. They're like lesser facts. <laughs> Fact light. And here's uh, my opinion on the matter. What goes into your opinion should matter. But look, there is to some degree we have to admit that in a sense. It's opinions all can and... be very closely linked to that. For instance, if you have a medical opinion as a doctor, right. it may be very closely linked to a fact because you have a certain degree of experience right, right. in one yeah, field. Yeah, that's what and... I mean. Not all opinions are equal. No. Exactly. Uh, if you have medical training and that forms an but opinion. But of course, that opinion could still be wrong. Of course. And But it's and a question the... of degree, right? And that is exactly it. it, it what we've... We've forgotten that opinion is really a matter of degree because we, we want to live in a world in which... I don't know. There's a democratization of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Everyone's right. Well, what's Yay. what's that old uh, Scientology expression? If you believe it, it's true. If it's true for you, it's true. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. And so you can see why Scientology, really, just an American religion, that holds this up as a creed. And this creed, by the way, is actually from these uh, magicians, if you will, uh, black magic. When but before L. Ron Hubbard was into Scientology, he had. He was at the um, home of this one man by the name of, oh, what's his first name? Something Parsons. He had formerly worked on the Manhattan Project, and he basically had like a giant commune in his mansion where he was living. And uh, they, were, they were trying to do black magic experiments to bring about uh, the Antichrist, if you can believe in such stupid nonsense. But anyways... These black magic practitioners—they uh, very much held into the philosophy of if it's true uh, for you, it's true. So yeah, well, it certainly is easier than uh, accepting reality. You know, the cold, cold reality. Having a, a standpoint of of knowledge that you have to sort of look at the world to know about the world. 
It's the, a lot easier the, if you can just think and about the truth. The, world. Is, the truth is too is that a lot of the other the more advanced knowledge does not come easily. It, it is not intuitive and it doesn't make a lot of sense. And a lot of times when you, somebody tries to put all of that shit on paper, it looks pretty much like hieroglyphics to the majority of the population. And so I can understand when somebody comes around and says, bacteria has feelings. Like this is Deepak Chopra just a couple of fucking weeks ago. Bacteria has feelings and it knows how you feel. All right? You can communicate with bacteria. And you're just like, what the fuck are you talking about, buddy? That's stupid. That's just dumb. Do you have any evidence to support this view that doesn't yeah. involve the word quantum? Hmm? Because I don't think you do. Right, right, right. But it doesn't matter. does not matter. And if you call him out on that, there's going to be a bunch of people that are going to call you a bully well, it, or a meanie. Okay, so the fact that, you know, the flat earth... Uh TV celebrity, flat earth or TV celebrity or rapper kind of thing can can work in in this day and age. Just sort of means that our there there are mental toolkits out there that are very dull, and they can be persuaded by uh, I don't know a seed of doubt. Whereas to someone who accepts doubt and uncertainty as part of the scientific process or just a way of knowing things and has experience weighing different uh, magnitudes of information and, and types of information um, it just seems ridiculous uh, like well how does this uh, B.O.B. convince people that Flat Earth because I'm sure his, some of his fans are Flat Earthers now because of him what does he say like don't trust the man he's funded by big science have you ever wondered why the horizon well, doesn't look, move what like he'll do is he what he'll do is he will link to a whole library so of information for people that have not accepted reality. And and this is the here's the major problem that we were having before. Or having now that we didn't have before. Because before, let's say you wanted to publish a book, there was still for you a mountain for you to climb in order to be able to even be considered for publication. Right, and right. probably part of it is the reliability of what the fuck you're talking about. A lot of money had to go into finding yeah. someone to get behind to publish a book and vetting their manuscript yeah. and all that, which in a way vetted the ideas inside of they it. They did. Right? Not, not always By for many good. people. Many uh, and, people. And we would recognize that in that world, there are so many countless great ideas right. that would obviously never be published either. But... At the same time, that means there's so much crap and fucking bullshit, which unfortunately turns out to be the majority of shit right, that right. now does not have this vetting process. So if you imagine that, let's say there's a hundred dudes writing an article every day, and that's a that's a very low number, but we're going to keep the numbers low. How many people writing those Random fucking articles about issues they care about. Yeah. Vaccines, whatever. How many of those... How deep do their ideas go? Yeah. And yeah. how right are they? Right. How, how, how many of those are actually writing anything that might be good? I would say we might be lucky if one of those assholes was somewhere close to writing something that made any goddamn sense. And when you have 99 other dipshits that are drowning you out, like, what is the value of information? Y you can't write something popular enough to drown out 99 other voices. Sure. So, you know, I guess what you're saying is when it was harder to publish a book... Uh, ideas tended to get a bit more uh, needed to have a bit more rigor behind them, right? In yeah, order to get published a little bit. Whereas now the uh, the publishing is essentially free. Anyone on Facebook can have like a hundred thousand followers or yeah, whatever. And, and look at YouTube. Look at the average. Let's say take the average commenter on YouTube to be an adequate representation of the average viewer of that 
of that video. I don't know if that's that's fair. No, no, no. But just it... just try to be honest about humanity. You are not the average. Stop thinking that you are. But the average person oh, well, is people, out there commenting. I'm, I'm just saying people tend to misbehave on YouTube, and you have people go on YouTube to troll on purpose. So it's maybe skewed a little bit below the average, if you will. I think that what you would do is it's kind of like stats: is that you take the 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 super nice and the super asshole. You ignore that shit, yeah, and then you just focus right down the middle, but you're still going to be disappointed by it. Ignore yeah. the fucking troll, so, and ignore the fucking white knight, and you have the reality of mankind. And it's a low fucking bar, buddy. So before, it was harder to publish, it was more expensive, ideas had to have more rigor, they were, had to be uh, you know, clear, concise, coherent, and, and consistent. Um, whereas now, the, you don't need that. You can have millions of followers and, and publish just instantly. And there's no filter, as it were. Um, so people's mental toolkits need to be sharper than no, in the past. Even, it, it, but they're it, more dull It's than actually in the past. worse than that because you could assume that it was just like if I create a piece of news, right, and I'm even a legitimate news organization, the bar has been so lowered that now I actually need to employ the tactics of the lowest common denominator. Oh. I need to write a fucking article that says, hey – Blah, blah, blah had the perfect response to this. Objectivity done. It happened, for me, I started noticing about a year ago. Sites like CNN wasn't always the best news, but it, it used to have, uh, you wouldn't find clickbait on CNN until about a year ago. And you find it on, uh, I think you see a little bit on BBC now. You, you find it on these mainstream media sites, um, news sites, where you won't believe what blah blah said to blah blah like Obama said to Putin kind of thing yeah and if you dig a little bit deeper you often notice that these kind of uncharacteristically clickbait style headlines appear near the bottom of the pages if you look closely you'll They're notice not at all related yeah to no no, no. It, it's super weird you'll notice that the image quality is a bit different and if you know what to look for the links actually kind of have a yeah, different font different feel um, they almost look like those one weird trick, uh, doctors hate her. No, kind they're of ads. basically a website that is nothing but images that when you click on it, loads up other websites that have the same things on them constantly. It's a never ending cycle. It's kind of remember you had an idea. Well, it's, for... it's sponsored content, and well, it's sites no well, sites like CNN are completely complicit in it because they they don't just display it in a banner ad where people would tune it out. They intentionally uh, you know give all the style sheets or whatever necessary so it looks and the color schemes and all that so this content looks like native content I, I and it looks honest. like an editorial here's the thing I gotta be to honest to make money you. it's I've, all money I've been reading magazines for the 1920s and they did that shit then man for sure but remember I, I had this funny monologue the other day where I was gonna tell you listen I am going to shock you and tell you that the news that you listen to is being presented to you by multinational corporations that have vested interest in, you know, particular things that they're not interested in talking about. Like, if you said that news is not a matter of yeah. any independent, you know, listenership, but really a matter of actually selling something, oh, I, you'd be like, oh my God, that sounds horrible. But that's the fucking reality of what it, you It's live totally in. the reality. Like, remember in those old days where you had movie theaters like, Camel presents the news. Yeah, well, you know what? When Camel was presenting the news, it was the number one news, cigarettes may be causing cancer. No, I don't think it was. Hell no no the the easiest uh kind of sketchy editorialism to get away with is is deletion or omission you just don't talk about it 
Yeah, no, right? even that, no, that's no, 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 no. The easiest to get away. It's the with. easiest, but the best way is to create a whole bunch of news that is everything except for your shit. Let me tell you what: if I was a cigarette company, I would make a lot of noise about environmental damage because you know what? No one cares about my fucking cancer-causing sticks when there's a huge methane leak somewhere in California that's worse than the fucking BP oil spill that nobody's talking about. Hey. I could even win a fucking Pulitzer being not being fucking sponsored by a cigarette company. It looked like I give a shit about it. No, people. I mean, there there are certain people who are are aware of this and are conscious of it that it's it's critical to have an independent source of news, like a journalistic pillar. But we've never... Right? We've, we've admitted to this, and yet this does not exist no, even it, what we think is one the like, number instance, of people demanding it and their total purchasing power is clearly not enough to sway these media companies who have a profit motive but even in if order you did, to restore that, if you did, that level of integrity let's say tomorrow you develop a media company and you're like we're going to be independent you even try, let's say you try to be vice right but pretty soon you're going to be owned by someone even if it is investors that have one interest and one interest alone, which is to make money. Now that's going to change how Some you present really news. Some really cool like craft brewing company, right? Demographic loves it. Everybody's happy. But it turns out, you know, there's a bit of lead in that, in that beer. And is Vice going to report on it? Hell no! <laughs> it just, something shouldn't be for sale. I think that's, that's what we're finding. But everything is for sale. I know, but you even find... So... There are these clickbait-style headlines being written by these major news sites. And I don't know, maybe it's happening in newspapers. I haven't opened one in about a decade. Um, you even find sites like BBC News that pay another company to go through their own archives and pick out things that are sort of topical and interesting and rewrite the headlines. That's what I've gathered, because they don't have the... Uh, redirect to another media site trick but they have redirect to their own archive and make sort of more interesting headlines and so it's a way of of drumming up ads and, and i'm assuming they insert different ads and the more modern ads into these these sites so every news outlet seems to be looking at sponsored content in one form or another and um and they get away with it because we don't care on average we don't care because we're dumbing ourselves down yeah, maybe we, it's too late. I don't know. I don't know. It definitely like a feels like a presidential debate like is another example. Oh, used sweet used to be sponsored by, I think it was the League of Women Voters. And at that point, they had, uh, it was decades ago, they had rules for the debate, just like in a college-style debate. So if someone made a, an attack, you had to respond. Basic stuff. Or you had to agree on certain uh, rules, but actually respond to each other and, and have a conclusion at the end. Now the debates are sponsored by uh, a nonprofit funded by both political parties. And what do we have? We have debates where there are no rules anymore other than a time limit. And you just have these stump speeches happening. Fucking talking They don't point acknowledge city. each other. It's blah, talking point blah, city. Blah. And uh, it's not a debate. It's not an argument. It's not like anything's getting resolved When's the or last anything time new is revealed. You actually saw a debate. Wow. I mean, I, I, I watch a few uh, debates online just to see what a real one looks like, because it's been a long time. And the presidential debates are nothing like it. Well, the, you mean, know, Oxford has a whole bunch of really, uh, really interesting debates online. Someone who wants to know what a debate should be, deep. go dig deep. Should check it out. I think that, one, part of the dumbing down may have to do with the fact that we are actually very fearful of people who disagree with us because we don't know how to engage with these 
people anymore. I mean, it's it's gotten to the point where there's just childless name calling. That's all anyone's actually capable of. Look, if and and you know what? That used to be my shtick. That was the easy like I was I was the early troll. I was the one who was you know filled with easy anger that could go around talking shit and then. Everybody thought that they were a goddamn comedian, and now I don't want to do it anymore because I'm I'm relatively embarrassed. I'm like, I'm hopeful that I'm not the one who actually caused the, you know, like part of the problem of why the dialogue went so low. Right. Maybe I was, and maybe I need to fucking make up for that shit. But just having an angry opinion doesn't really matter. Like, When's the last time you heard uh, two politicians uh, start off by saying, I believe in, I don't know, drilling for oil? Or uh, some something more or less controversial, and the other one said, "Well, I don't." And instead of just repeating louder that they believe in it or they don't, they actually dug deeper and went into the reasons behind it, evaluated the consequences, maybe uh, I don't know, agreed on where to look for information, uh, and and just didn't invoke I don't know the American people believe this. It's the most meaningless wrote response to any any kind of debate challenge the american people believe this no but it's it you know what i think that the problem extends further than this like we're, we're talking an individual level like a good example is i was watching a video about this aussie guy who had stopped a robbery <laughs> oh and, yeah and, and they filmed it and all of a sudden this news crew he was going to a corner store at like yeah. 2 a.m and yeah shorts and yeah yeah like apparently the most australian thing happening like his sandals break and he was just like at a fucking beach party or some shit yeah and then they take the keys out and you know Love like it. it's this funny thing like everybody's having a good time and i watch and i'm like okay i don't know everything about aussie culture but i had a good time and well they were all right. laughing i go to the comment section and there was a person who left a comment saying well, you know, the whole time they were talking about worried about if there was a, a, a knife, but they didn't talk about being worried that there's a gun, but I still can't find a reason to have any gun reform. <laughs> Is this an American that just suddenly commenting on an Aussie page? I'm like, you know what? That's not an issue for Aussies. Does everything have to be about everyone's little personal issue? That's the problem. Now. Right. I Finding think we're all walking, walking little like um, activists that have all an issue that we need everyone else to know about. That's the problem right now we have. You don't even want to listen to anything outside of your little context. This guy has a, some kind of gun control issue whatever. He brings it. To like a funny little fun video about a How bunch of How the hell is that relevant? Exactly. And let's assume it is for a second. Do you think guns in the equation would escalate or de-escalate the situation? No, he, he, you know what? Sure, you could you could bring a context about that. About uh, yeah, the Aussie didn't feel threatened because he didn't think he got he was going to get shot. Hey, American person who writes this. Most countries don't have gun problems. In fact, only you do, and. You can't make every issue about what it is that you give a shit about. Like, just step back. Remember last podcast I was saying, I think the problem is people's opinions. Just me, just the fact that we have too many and they're all like so important that we just want everybody to know. Like, we're just going to have opinions. You can't stop that. But how do we, uh, how do we agree on what's a, a valid point and not a valid point? I think for a lot of people, it's it's what I believe, and my mind can't be changed. They have no interest in um, kind of mixing their opinion up, uh, putting it in the ring with some other ones, and 
coming up to a greater collective truth. I think that here's what people are really missing. It's like the spirit of debate, right? That, I remember, it's missing now. Remember when I first introduced you to William F. Buckley Jr. And because I was telling you, I'm like, you just need to listen to, to him talk. You're not going to agree with even most of the things that he's going to say. But you're going to love every minute of what he has to say because it's going to challenge the things that you think about in a in a way that you're not really used to because you're not accustomed to someone talking like this. You're accustomed to someone talking to you like you're a five-year-old child, right? But how about someone who's sophisticated and intelligent slapping your little beliefs around and uh, challenge you to fucking task? And you're like, ooh, it was exciting, right? For a moment, you're like, oh, I wish I could have gone to challenge him like Hitchens talked about, right? Like. There is only one man that Hitchens really fucking gave a shit about when he died, and that was William F. Buckley, a man that he used to go on and disagree with all the fucking time, and he was so upset from his death. Like, I think it took a chunk right the fuck out of him, man. Like, And I understand that, because your heroes don't have to be people that agree with you. They'd have to be people whose braveries you admire, who you want to challenge. I'm like... If you if somebody says something that you disagree with, instead of shitting on them, challenge them. Talk to them. Don't just block them. This is an opportunity. If you're so fucking right all the time and self-righteous, this should be great, right? Right. Should be an easy fight, one hand behind your back. But if you decide that you're gonna disengage and go talk to a bunch of friends that agree with you, then I'm sorry, I'm not gonna respect your opinion. Well, I, I think it, back then during those shows, it was it was a really great example of how argumentation can actually be the uh, one of the highest forms of collaboration because it requires understanding mm. another point of view. And it also it requires a, a sort of agreement. Sometimes it's explicit, sometimes it's not, but an agreement to look at the same facts and um, respond to each other's arguments, uh, understand each other's ideas and, and frameworks, and actually be willing at some level to change your mind if, if presented with a convincing counterpoint or a series of you know complex arguments that might just shift your your opinion. If if both can agree, all parties can agree on that at the beginning, then you actually can push the uh, the the level of knowledge forward a little bit. You can change people's minds. Well, I don't think. That but if you, look at, if you look at if you look at a disagreement mind, as a fight. If you just look at it as a fight or a popularity contest, then the only the only advancement that happens is a personal gain, and that's just. But see, this is what I think. This is what I think people of, are kind of contest. In. I think that the, for the majority of of dialogue on the internet, it's for people to feel self righteous, to be acknowledged, and you know, to have some kind of validation for their beliefs. And this is this is definitely where you stop learning because you, I don't think anyone's belief should be validated. In fact, I think everyone's belief should be challenged at all fucking times. But this is not something that people are interested in anymore. They want to, they want safe spaces. They want everyone, no one to disagree with them. And if they do, if you challenge anyone's opinion, the, the last thing that anybody wants to do is to have a conversation with you about it. But I see. This is why I think. The, this is the kind of thing that has made our world a little bit less safe, a little bit less peaceful, is that there's there, no one is willing to reach out and say, let's just have a conversation. Let's at least know how we can disagree with one another and live with that disagreement. Yeah. Because apart from that, all you're asking for is for everyone else to believe what you believe. And that's not going to happen. That will never happen. You just can't get homogeny. It just doesn't work. It doesn't work. 
He just gets everybody to be at each other's throat until we realize that no one's going to survive this fucking fight. Yeah, it's a, definitely a depressing outlook. And you could ask, like, where does it come from? Because it wasn't always this bad. I think we've have, we have a very uh, polar kind of political climate. And well, it was about it, it, at least in the United States, it was this bad right before the Civil War. It's sure, the sure. Same I mean, level you, of political, uh, you know, discourse and disagreement. Framing it, it, it that it way just sort of thinks that the only solution is another civil war, but um, it might have something to do with the population is much bigger, or what we were talking about earlier, that how everyone's opinions can be instantly transmitted around the globe. So there's there's less of a less of a barrier. Yeah, it's it's easier to share just a mere opinion. And not have have it to pass these other other tests like oh do you do you feel the exact same way tomorrow or is was this just said in the heat of the moment you can post whatever you want right away so there, there's some there's some of that but I almost feel like people don't don't have the sense anymore that their opinions actually matter because they're drowned out by the internet and therefore the only thing left to do is defend them like with your big club. And you're not willing to take your, let's just take an analogy, let's say they're nice little cars or motorcycles you're working on in your garage, something you deeply care about, your particular edifice of ideas and, and, and viewpoints. People don't want to take them out on the track anymore and, and compete. They don't want to have a sportsman-like approach to getting their ideas out there and, and trying them out against different people and, and comparing them and, and maybe improving. All they want to do is defend them because... Ultimately, they'd have no confidence that their opinion matters, so the only thing left to do is not to lose it. They feel vulnerable. I mean, that's just, that's just a hypothesis. I don't know. I, well, it's not bad. I, you know what? I, I don't know what the solution When people say, because, you know, everybody's answer is always like, we need more education. We need to educate people more. I think it's a type of education. And well, you're one not that, wrong. One that gives you like, some intellectual people are obviously interested in information. The problem is they're only interested in information that confirms their biases. And so what you're really saying is that we need to inform people about things they don't really want to hear about. So we're going to uh, basically what you're saying is they got to shit on people's ideas yeah. until they get it right. Oh, great. Well, maybe- That's something that everybody can get behind. You know, you're just a fucking loud asshole that just another loud asshole that nobody wants to hear. That's the real problem. Right. So, I mean, like you could try to be cool about it. You could try to be friendly about it. What is the right what is the right strategy? I don't know. We we tried many, and it looks like we keep losing. It's it's almost like we we would need to find a way to make the truth so attractive that everything else about it, like every every other little lie you've ever heard, would be damaging. Like you would just try to avoid it at all costs, rather than just run to it because it tells you everything you fucking want to hear. I don't know. Yeah, maybe we feel too much pressure in today's society because we don't study history enough, and we just think that it it's all coming down to this critical, like, apocalypse-style moment, and we have to have the right uh, idea, and we have to defend it to the death. But you know, uh, maybe what it sh- the attitude should be is uh, we're just we're just here, and and the idea is to constantly improve your your viewpoint on the world, and actually one of the best ways is to to talk about it, uh, what you what you believe in with other people, and to talk to as many people as you can, and to try to encounter ideas that are genuinely better, that that you would even agree are better than your own, and improve your your own ideas. So that takes a bit of confidence. It also takes a bit of um, maybe a different worldview, an, an outlook that uh, 
you know, it's worth doing instead of just uh, feeling like a, a drop in the bucket that doesn't matter. It's, it's, it's hard to think about what the, what the solution is or, or what changed, but uh, certainly it has. Uh, maybe education played a role. Maybe uh, the weird feedback loop of, of media has played a role. Maybe the, uh, the ownership of media by corporations has played a role. I mean, society is palpably different today than it was 50 years ago and 100 years ago. I would have to say that we are in a period of a deep confusion. Uh, but we, you know, you and I used to have this kind of conversation about before what would happen with information overload. Not all information is equally good. And when you have an infinite amount of access to it, you may not know what to do with it. And I think that that's... That's kind of where we are. You know what? You want to know what the solution is going to be? It's going to be scary. It's going to be a bunch of like fucking super intelligent robots that are going to have to tutor us and treat us like as if we're just stupid little monkeys because that's all we are. Like everybody's scared of AI. I think AI is like de de developing your super hyper intelligent child that teaches you how to, you know, do stuff because you don't even know how to get on the internet, old man. That's. That's what you gotta make. You gotta make an intelligence that's better than you, because we have not figured it out, man. We just don't. We ain't nobody got the answers. Smartest people still dumb as shit. So let's get some fucking like super intelligent, like AI and that. Just let's teach them other lessons that are good about us. Like let's let's teach them compassion. So when they give us solutions, it's not like you must murder most of your population. Right, right. Because because if, if AI was is destined to uh, surpass us in in every way. <laughs> Um, except humanity, whatever that means. Right. <laughs> Intelligence, yes. Physical strength, yes. In speed, every way Speed of calculations, My yes. God, yes. <laughs> so perhaps uh, we should really think about how we're raising our AI. Are yeah. we raising them to be uh, military cyborg, like super... That's how we're raising them now. Stealthy killers? Rayathon or... just came out with a gun for battleships that can shoot projectiles that are coming towards it in the air. Well, the fact is that there are many kinds of AI. I mean, you have the more artistic AI, like the, uh, what is it, Google Deep View or uh, Inception View or whatever. Whatever. Um, yeah, it's yeah, more dreamer, focused on <laughs> identifying images and sure. dogs in clouds. What does that represent? Like that. 3% of all our AI development? Well, I, Come I on now. I, I've heard that there's, uh, there's sort of a consortium, a consortium of uh, people like Elon Musk who are coming together and donating money to... Uh, figure out the future of AI. Drop sort of in the bucket. Formalizing Drop in the, the bucket. In, you know, Asimov's three yes, rules well, or whatever. Yes, we know about it. But formalizing it and making it actually something serious. Because well, three, three yeah. rules is not well, enough. Guess, Let's guess put what? it that way. Three rules are fucking instantly broken when you're using robots to kill people, which is the first thing that you're going to make a robot do. So there is no robot logic yeah. about it. Because the truth is, we well, look, would rather robots doing the killing than humans. We, we already we'll know that... We can make machines to kill other people. We know that. They're, we've been doing it for, for since the beginning of uh, technology. And we know that AI is, is on its way. It's already here, actually. So having some kind of, uh, I guess, research on how to make AI good, or at least not evil, is, is probably not a bad thing. Oh, yeah. No, I'm saying it's I'm, a necessary I, uh, thing. It's but a necessary thing. here's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's a stupid little drop in the bucket compared to how much money they're going to make. They're going to put in to make a robot that kills you. Look, Terminator 2 is the most realistic movie you've ever seen. Yes, sir. Yeah, but it's our only hope, John Connor. It's our only hope. Yeah. Well, Elon Musk ain't no John Connor, Fate man. is what you make. Not going to happen.
All right. Fate is what you make of it's it. Not exactly. just, it's not just Elon. We it's, want it's him and robots to kill other human beings, and it's going to do it exceedingly well. And then, oh, what? You're going to confuse the shit out of it by telling it it was doing a bad thing when it did it? Well, so... That's fucked up, too. Now you're going to mess up your AI, too. So, you're going to give it fucking post-traumatic AI syndrome. This brings us right back to shaping our wants. And right now, we demand so little from corporations. We demand almost nothing from our politicians. We demand nothing from our intellectual lives compared to maybe what we could. Oh, we, no, we demand this. We demand just so keep the lights on. So how do we shape... Just keep right. the lights on. How do we shape our, our, our wants and our, and our views in a positive way? One that isn't mind control like the advertising artifice that we have today, but one that's sort of self-directed and, and has a view towards the... Uh, the betterment of mankind. Okay, so everybody talks it's, about everybody talks about education, but here's what they get wrong. They get wrong that it's not really an education. What you need is basically to indoctrinate your population out of stupid. All right? Cuz you can indoctrinate them to be stupid, but trust me, I you need you like can a, indoctrinate people a to booster be booster shot. An oh, intellectual yeah. booster shot. Oh yeah. But remember what I said before? I had this rant that I'm not sure we're going to include into the podcast where I said that you most human beings, all they really want is some kind of fucking purpose, right? We're all pushing this giant rock around, and it's not the fact that you're pushing rock around that really bugs you. It's the fact that you're not sure whether or not pushing the rock has any fucking purpose, right? You're just like, tell me that pushing the rock is worthwhile, man, and I'll yeah. keep pushing the rock. So what is the meaning of life? Well, hard to say, but having some meaning? Yeah. Be like, I don't is know what the meaning start. of life is, but could you it's keep pushing start. that rock? Because we really need you to do that so bad, citizen. No, because you really need to eat. And the more you push it, the more you eat. No, but even that, that's not enough. No, 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 no. You need to tell the ant that pushes the rock that this is the most vital thing that it could fucking possibly be doing to society. Pushing a rock. And that will be, you know, a significant that milestone. Ant, that ant that pushed that rock was doing the best work of its life. But I think that, see, again, with the whole positive propaganda, people are not necessarily stupid, but I think that you could actually show them that even the shitty things that they do in life, at least if you build a society that makes some kind of fucking sense, that you're like, hey, you're not just fucking just helping spin this thing into a toilet bowl that's slowly going down, the, you know, like the, 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 the sink. Yeah. We, 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 I think that the problem is we all feel is that we're all contributing to our own demise. And well, so may, why maybe. the fuck should we, why the fuck should anybody care? No, there's that, and uh, I think deep down, if if you look at uh, how much we censor and what we allow on TV and what we don't allow in in movies, we we fundamentally don't trust ourselves, and we don't even believe that we can. Uh, create a better life we just sort of the baseline view of i think many is uh we're on this downward slope and it's just gonna get shittier like yeah, a lot of people agree with that you might agree with that i don't know <laughs> I, I totally do the idea is totally the idea is out there and uh you know this is coming from uh, a species that has gone through the renaissance it's done amazing things so why do we feel that way today, which really should, we should feel the opposite. We're at the pinnacle of our achievement. But clearly something's not right. No. Something something's not right in the modern world. Something's off. Something's off. Something is definitely something off. Something smells off. And, you know, I think uh, we, could, we can do better. Um, I think if we expect more from each other, but in a friendly way, that's another way of saying we believe in our, ourselves, uh, to to take a step forward in human progress look we need to be honest enough for us to say to each other every once in a while that idea that you have is fucking stupid shit right, you right. need to stop believing in that no and 
it's not because you're a bad person or you're fundamentally dumb, but here's let's talk about it and let's figure out a better way. Yeah, we we all, it, like and you know what the 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 best place to start is to all admit that there's something that we believe that's actually probably completely wrong and dumb. Yeah, we don't even know it. And maybe at the same point to get the dialogue going, you could also say, well. I have I have, I feel that way about your idea, but I could also be equally wrong. But let's convince each other. Yeah. Right. Let's get back to talking to each other. Yeah. Maybe. Let's raise maybe the level. Is, maybe raise this the is why we're discord. actually getting dumbers because everybody refuses to talk to each other. And are we, we afraid to offend? Maybe I don't know. You know? Do you know how wrong you are? Do you know how? If somebody says something to you, do you know if it's right or wrong or? Like, or how can you tell that difference? The, the black and whiteness of everything is, is a bit troubling. Uh, maybe we should just be okay with not knowing everything and just pushing the boundary a little bit more every day when we can. I mean, that's all we can uh, What's with. the alternative? You have these all-encompassing worldviews, like a religion, that gives you all the answers. And if you have a new question, they'll quickly find an, an answer that fits that, that coherent view. Is that really satisfying? That doesn't seem very satisfying. It doesn't, but you know, for, unfortunately, for it seems some, easy, but not uh, satisfying. It may be satisfying enough for many people. I don't know. It fills the void like that bag of potato chips. Hey, if you know, you've it's got, not, if it's you've not got, good for uh, you, if you've got a lot of hope for humanity it's left, it's not you, healthy. You let me know. But it makes you full. I don't have a lot of hope left, but uh, I may change my mind. Maybe it's just uh, you know, birthdays coming up. Right before then, things usually get dark. It's always dark in fucking January to February. It's the darkest month of the motherfucking year for us northern dwellers, man. We suffer from seasonal affective disorder. We're sad. In an acronym, we're sad. It could be It could be a bit worse, but it's true. Seasonal affective yeah. disorder. We could have so like no sun for a couple months. It feels close to it. It feels close to it. You're yeah. right. You're right. I'm going to feel better when that sun comes back, man. Sun comes back. But you know what? Let's wrap it up for the show. We have no solutions for the dumbing down of, uh, of the world. We can only tell you that our solution is that dialogue must happen and so much more debate. Like We should expect more. We should just yeah expect yeah. a lot more. Yeah. Like every speech that you hear that sounds like it's patronizing, you need to hate on it a little more than you did. Not say, good job. No, no. Bad that, job. Not really great. Bad that job. was like, you didn't inspire me. Where's the fucking, like, push the limit of inspiration, please. Make it, make that speech. Make whatever you were making, like, as if it was the last thing you ever made, man. Like, you don't think that there are some people out there that once upon a time, every single piece of art was like a miniature death for them to fucking take out. Like, it was every piece of them. Now, if you just made whatever you did in an afternoon, not good enough. Like, yeah. push the limit, bitch. Fully engage. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Let's 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 push our limits. I think maybe that's the problem. We're really not pushing the limit. Either. No. Nope. Nope. We're all softy, crappy. Yep. We get our jollies in the YouTube comment section. Terrible. Awful. We're an awful species. <laughs> all right. Well, we're gonna catch everybody, and uh, I probably think after my birthday, so I'll be in a better mood by then. <laughs> we'll, well see. You will be more distinguished. I will be. I'll be a little bit grayer. Gray hair is gonna start popping up. Whatever's left Ooh. of my head. I'm going to get gray eyebrows. Foxy. Yeah. Silver Fox. Silver Fox. <laughs> That's going to be my name. Yep. Jake Silver Fox Fortin. Yep. All right. Well, my name is Jacob Fortin. Mr. B. All right. Have a good day. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, everybody.